Okay, folks, what does it take to have an above average lifestyle? Hello, everybody. Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay, folks, very simple. What does it take to have an above-average lifestyle? Well, it just needs to be handled by an above-average person. You know, that's very simple. Become an above-average person and get an above-average lifestyle. But how do you do that? I think that's the question. Uh, It may not be as complex as you think. Uh, Today, I'm in a group, a mastermind group, where we did a Facebook challenge. We're on day four of day ten. And the questions that came up were pretty basic. What does your typical day look like? What time do you wake up? And what's your morning routine? And what's your evening routine? Very simple, basic questions. However, if you're not doing them correctly, uh, you may be missing out. Uh, As far as a typical day, you should know what your day is all about before it begins. You should map out your day before it starts. And having set routines make it very easy. You know, for me, I know when I start my day, uh, initially, I am tracking my numbers. I'm recording all my numbers from the previous day. And then uh, I post in my Facebook, uh, post on Facebook, I stay 15 minutes and make my required posts. Very simple. Uh, after that is, is through, uh, I answer my Facebook Messenger uh, posts because that's generally the lifeline of my business at this point. And depending on the day, I post either my blog, my video, There's two videos of the week that I do on each day. And then the other two days, I have simple Facebook posts. And all of them must provide value. Don't reach there all the time, but you try to strive for reaching value. In the afternoon, after lunch and get done walking the dog, it's my uh, podcast to all of you folks. That's the general time slot. And then there's a late afternoon training session generally. And that's, for the most part, that's pretty much locked in stone. You know, that is um, the the way that it works. Uh, As far as the other uh, aspects, they, and I don't really know who they is, 
say that you should wake up at the same time every day. And I think a majority of us do. Uh, we all have alarm clocks. I'm fortunate enough not to need an alarm clock. Uh, I used to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning every morning, uh, but I no longer uh, need to do that. Um, I actually didn't need to do it then either, but <laughs> my wife uh, threatened if I didn't, she would be um, leaving me. So <laughs> so I uh, sleep until 6 a.m., and at which time I uh, do about 20 minutes of reading and I go to morning mass at 7 a.m. followed by working out uh, my body cardiovascularly and uh, uh, weights um, uh, on opposite days. And then that's that's pretty much it for my morning routine. That's pretty set in stone as well. And then the evening routine, which is also set in stone, and I just incorporated a um, prayer life of, I say of 15 minutes, I've only been doing five, because I can't stay in perfect silence with God at this point. It's just so hard. My mind's racing. I keep thinking about things, but I need to do this because of that. And I'm sure most of you can relate. But it is fulfilling. Even after five minutes, it's, you know, it's a breath of fresh air. You feel, you know, cleaned out, so to speak, uh, which, which is great. And then 30 minutes before bed, I will read um, generally scripture, some spiritual reading, and the flavor of the month, whether it be uh, personal development, self-improvement, or or um, uh, business development. It may be one of those. I try to stay away from business development because it gets the wheels turning a little bit too much and doesn't get me um, in tune for bed as spiritual reading does. So I caution you about that as well. And and that's that's about it. But if you analyze those questions, you know, what's your typical day look like? What time do you wake up? What's your morning routine and your evening routine? If you analyze those things, you may uncover a, a lot of deficiencies in a, in a certain respect that you may, uh, may be doing. Your, your day needs to be bookended by healthy, uh, productive activities. Productive in the sense that helping you get to sleep at night, and getting your mind set in the morning. So shifting right along, uh, you know, Matthew Kelly today, he made a comment which was great. You know, he said, our best days in life begin with prayer. Now, if you've had some phenomenal days in your life and you've never started with prayer, well, you're in for some good news because it can only get better than, than what you pr presently have. And uh, I have to agree uh, with, with what he's saying. As long as you're in tune. And again, it doesn't have to be long, drawn out, drawn out prayer. Like I say the rosary every day, which takes about 15 minutes. And I say that on the way to church. Um, it, it doesn't have to be as complex, so to speak. Not that the rosary is a complex prayer. But 
I just thought that was a great statement. Our best days in life begin with prayer. And for me, we need to work out both physically and spiritually every day. I say every day, but I take the weekends off. I know some folks that don't. Um, spiritually speaking, I go to Mass on Sunday or Saturday evening. Uh, but, you know, it, it's really I go to church five days a week and then on the, um, on the Holy Day, you know, on, on Sunday. So with that said, um, you know, I, I think it puts you in a great frame of mind, especially physically. When you work out physically and you have a great workout, it puts you in a great frame of mind. Same thing can happen with a spiritual workout. And that can be a five-minute prayer. Um, you know, suggested is, is 15 minutes. Like, you know, we, we certainly have 15 minutes. But for me, it was a matter of, you know, doing it. So I, I did it for the first time last night. Uh, and and it's, going, it's going well. I think I came up short. I think I came up at 12 minutes. But, again, 12 good minutes is better than 15 poor minutes. And the other thing that I um, had found is if you can find happiness in the lowest moment of your life, you'll find fortune in your future life. And it's the honest, the goodness, truth, but it's so hard. I, you know, lowest moment for my life was probably my clinical depression when I had, you know, passive suicidal thoughts and just wanted to be dead. I just did not want to be alive. Had no... And now I never lived that way. Uh, but experiencing that, um... If I could find a, a glimmer of hope in that, in, in happiness, um, there's success behind that. And that's what you need to do, especially when you're battling depression. Whether you're medicated or not, uh, you, you need to find that juice, if you will. Uh, and you need to fight mentally to, to get it. So I wanted to talk about Darren Daly. Um, message today Darren Hardy spoke about life advice from Oprah and Oprah said you know one of the hardest things in life to learn is which bridges to cross and which bridges to burn you know and we all find that same problem as well which bridges do we cross and which bridges do we burn you know, it, it's, it can be very frustrating at times. Um, and it's a selection of which bridge we already have. It's not a matter of add, adding any more bridges to our life. You know, we tend to do that a lot as well. Uh, especially affiliate marketers, online marketers with the shiny object syndrome. We're always looking for the next best thing. You know, and, and that can be... A very, a very costly bridge, so to speak. And Steve Jobs said, great ideas 
can sometimes kill productivity and progress. But those great ideas can make you a fortune. So we need to focus. And Steve says it's focusing about saying no. It's how many times you can say no, not yes, but no. Turning down meetings, turning down calls, turning down appointments, uh, turning down potential opportunities, you know. And this will lead to a lot of folks being upset and really being ticked off. But sometimes we, we need to, to focus on that. To become productive. And focus isn't about willpower. You know, it's about courage. Steve was very clear in, in stating that, you know, God rest his soul. Um, focus is about, is not about willpower, but about courage. We need to have the courage to do the right things. And to not do the wrong things. And, and Steve was clear when he said uh, he's just as proud of the things Apple did not do than the things they actually did. And, and that's pretty remarkable uh, because what that's saying is you didn't get bogged down in doing things that maybe would not have worked out. But we focused on our task at hand and went about it that way so the question to all of you are you crossing too many bridges and the answer to that could be can easily be yes especially with that shiny object syndrome or finding the latest greatest gadget or program or um, funnel, what, whatever it may be. Um, and it, there may be good enticing things legitimately, but you can't do everything at once or at the same time and become successful. We need to stop worrying about what other people are doing. And that's that's very simplistic, you know. Stop worrying about what's around you and just worry about what's in front of you. Uh, the, the fear of missing out is, is abundant among us. And that can really um, bring us down, you know, tremendously. But I, I wanted to reiterate uh, on the fact that your days must be bookended with healthy activity. You know, as I mentioned to you, for me in the morning, I start my day off by reading for 20 minutes. Um, I end my day with, with a 15-minute silence with God and 30 minutes before bed. Um, of reading and, and that truly 
uh, puts me in a good place mentally. If we're not in a good place mentally, it doesn't matter how much money we're making, uh, happiness is not going to come. You know, happiness we don't pursue. It's something we decide. You know, happiness doesn't come until or when or if. That, folks, we, we must realize. My wife gets in that trap a lot. You know, I'll be happy when this is over or I'll be happy when this starts. You know, and we, we say it tongue-in-cheek, but we can't really uh, believe that because if we do, we'll be stuck in, in sorrow. Quite frankly, you know, that's, that's the way it would work. So that's what I've shared with you today. Hopefully you folks can take a little nugget and implement it on your end. It's only going to benefit you. Until next time, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye now.